You are listening to Everywhere You Are, a podcast produced by the Dawson Women's Ministry. At Dawson, we recognize that women's ministry is not a class or a club you join. Ministry is not confined to the four walls of a church building, and it's not limited by life stages or circumstances. Rather, ministry is living a life of service everywhere you are. This podcast seeks to encourage you everywhere you are, in the laundry room, driving carpool, at work, preparing a meal, or exercising. We believe God calls each of us to be ministers at all times in all places. Welcome to Everywhere You Are. In this episode, we hear about the death of a child, the desire for a child, and God using unexpected people and circumstances for His glory. Enjoy. Welcome to Everywhere You Are. I'm Rachel Langston, and my co-host today is Allison Parker, and our guests are Ashley Bonovich and Mary Jones. So, Ashley, we'll start with you. Tell us where you are today. Um, I'm Ashley Bonovich. I'm married to Patrick, and we have two young kids, Mary Catherine's two and a half, and Cooper, who is one. And um, Patrick grew up here at Dawson, um, and so when we moved back to Birmingham from Auburn and got married, we started going here about seven or eight years ago. Um, And then I um, am a former teacher, so I taught um, elementary school for five years, and then When I had Cooper, my youngest, started staying home with the kids and have then started um, painting. And um, I have like a very small art and stationary design business that I work on. Fun. Yes. What do you like to paint? Um, I do watercolors. um, Okay. And I feel like right now mostly what I'm doing is like custom party invitations for um, either like baby showers or kids' birthdays, birthday parties. Um, things like that. Fun. So it's fun. All right, Mary, where are you today? Well, uh, I, I am in between, and of course, I'm uh, a, a little bit older than these younger girls here, but I am really trying to live the best Christian life that I can live, and I'm trying to help people. I love to help the people that are having a lot of problems. I've been helping a guy that has cancer that's dying. Mm. And so that's what I really like to do, and that's where I am in my life. I have one granddaughter that's 18 years old that started college, and then I have one daughter, and she's had diabetes since she was eight, and she's now 52. Wow. So I've been taking care of her. Okay. All right. Where is your daughter? In, I mean, your granddaughter in college? She's in Montevallo. Okay, fine. And she's in, into art. Okay. And she's just very artsy. That's Everything wonderful. she does, she draws a heart or something behind it. So. Okay. <laughs> I love that. So on the podcast this year, we're, we're looking at in between places, and particularly we're looking at um, John chapter 4 and the story of Jesus and the woman at the well. Um, and we know from Scripture that uh, Jesus w- met her when he was on his way. He was in between Judea and Galilee. And so that's kind of where we're taking some some um, inspiration from for these conversations. So what resonates with you about that story? I feel like— um it just really resonates with me that he, she was a Samaritan woman, and the fact that he 
met her there um, where she was with her broken past and was able to work through her to draw so many more people to him. Um, I think that really resonates with me um, because there was a time in my life where I didn't know the Lord. And so um, just looking back, I guess I can see now where he was pursuing me all along um, and how he has kind of brought me to him, um, even, you know, from a place where I didn't know him. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mary? Well, I'll, I think that really the, what resonates with me about the woman at well is that she was a sinner, but we're all sinners, and we're all sinners saved by grace. And I know that God came along, Jesus came along, and I know that uh, he saved her so he can save everybody in the, in the whole world. Right if, right. if he can get to them. Yeah. I always think it's interesting that, and, and, um, that Jesus, you know, knew that he was going to change her life that day, but she really had no clue. You know, she was just doing her normal thing. Um, so it's interesting for me to think about, you know, what, when I'm in between something, whether I'm even paying attention to that or not. Well, that's what I really like about him meeting the woman at the well, because I, th- I think that was really planned by God, because I think that that does show that we are all sinners mm-hmm. and that we all can be saved by grace. Absolutely. Even even if you don't know you need to be saved, right. which she didn't mm-hmm. at the moment. Right. Yeah, I like that. So when have you personally been in an in-between time in your life? Well, I had a son that was an alcoholic, and so that was an in-between time for me. My husband had passed away, and he had had some real issues. And uh, and then he went out one night, and he didn't come home. And so a policeman showed up at my door and handed me a telephone number the next morning, and it was the mortuary. Mm. So that's when I found out that my son had died. And that was a terrible, terrible experience for me and my daughter. So Mm. I had depended so much on God at that time because I didn't know what to do. My husband had gone, and that's all I needed to do is depend on God. And he got me through that. Mm. So that's what resonates with me. Yeah, no kidding. Mm-hmm. Well, what, so you say God got you through that. Like, how, how did, what did that feel like or look like speci- more specifically? Well, it looked like that, of course, David was running around with the wrong people. Mm-hmm. But I think that David was a Christian and he had just kind of fallen out of grace. But I think that you can always get back into the grace of God. Mm-hmm. And I think God gave me all the all the glory that I could have at that time because, I mean, it was a terrible time for me. Sure, sure. But I think that if you don't have God, I don't know how you get through these times. Right, right. Ashley, what about you? Um, I feel like there are, like, so many things— that are so many times where I've felt like I've been in an in-between place that I was kind of like, which one do I choose? Right, but right. but um, I do feel like the one that like 
most comes to mind when I think of an in-between place is when we were trying to grow our family and went through infertility and miscarriage. And um, it was just a really, really hard time. Um, But I feel like the way that the Lord kind of drew me to Him, I feel like times like that, either people can grow closer to the Lord or kind of pull away. Um, And I feel like God really drew me closer to Him during that time through just like, be like showing me that he was there um, in different ways. And so like one specific memory I have during that time was driving to work and I was listening to that song, Goodness of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so good. But I just remember feeling this like peace. And like, I remember the exact spot I was on the road and I remember the song and I was just like, it doesn't make sense for me to feel this way right now because of everything that's going on. It doesn't make sense for me to have this peace that I have and like this feeling that like, I just know God's with me right now. Um, And so I feel like it was things like that, but also through other people um, and just using other people to kind of encourage me. Um, And I have very specific memories of people just coming up to me and checking on me for no reason other than like, they just felt like the Lord was telling them, hey, I need to come check on you. Um, and so I feel like now on the other side of that, that specific in between, um, I, if I feel like a nudge from the Lord, like, go talk to this person. Like, it's hard to, to go and like do that. Right. But sometimes you feel that. And it's like, if those people hadn't listened, like, then I would have missed out on the encouragement that he wanted to give me. Um, so I think that's a huge like lesson that I learned from it too. I like that. Yeah. Well, and I like that you said it didn't, you know, it didn't make sense for you to feel the way mm. you felt. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so much about the story doesn't really make sense. You know, um, the fact that she was a Samaritan woman, the fact that she was a woman and he was, mm-hmm. you know, speaking to her, um, None of that is really what we would have what would have been expected in that in that day and in that time. Um, when you in these and and also to the to the you wondered which thing to talk about. We um, we've said in every one of these we've recorded so far. It's like we're always in between something. Everybody's mm-hmm. always you know going from one thing to another. Um, somebody commented in one of the. Um, things that we talked about that this woman was between being lost and being found, which mm-hmm. I'd never really thought about until, you know, they, they brought it up. But um, in the, in the, the time that you're kind of talking about, are there some lessons that you learned that have applied to other situations in your life? I think that there's a lot of lessons to be learned because I think that when my son passed away, um, God just came right in and filled everything, all of my needs. And, of course, our church came in and they filled the rest of my needs that I had. And so it was really, um, it was really God's planning and you have to realize that, that, you know, you don't think that's God's plan, but it really is God's plan. Because David had really gone about as far as he could go. 
And so I think God's plan was to take him home because he was a Christian. And I think that he's in heaven. Yeah. He just had what that one night that was just so bad. Right, right. So I think God has a plan for all of us. What what surprises you in in times like this in between? Is there anything about yourself or about God or that you're surprised by? I think I was surprised that I could be as strong as I was. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's and it it all was God because I'm not really a strong person, but I felt like that God was just holding me up by my shoulders. Well, know? yeah, I mean, even yeah. just the logistics of mm-hmm. planning a funeral and mm-hmm. all the all those kinds of things that you have to do. Right. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's really great that he was a Christian. Yeah. And so I know that he's in heaven. Well, mm-hmm. and, it, and it speaks to the fact that you could look at this woman and say that she was hopeless or mm-hmm. that the, her situation was hopeless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there may have been times when you thought David's situation was hopeless, and yet right. God was able to use it. And I think that that's what I got out of John 4, too. It's because even though you're hopeless at one time, you won't stay hopeless. Oh, that's good. That's really good. That's good. And I feel like there's so many times in the in the Bible where God uses people that are like so unexpected and like it's so almost surprising that like, wow, this person had like such a broken story, but he used them mm-hmm. to bring so many people to him. Well, and it's, you know, we've all heard this story so often, it's hard to think, well, you know, oh my gosh, it was Jesus sitting there, but she just walked up and it was just a guy sitting there. Mm -hmm. Like she didn't know who he was. So she had no reason to think there was anything special about him. Um, Which I think sometimes we, you know, we see the story and we've heard it so often that we don't realize what her experience really looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, are there? You mentioned your your driving. Um, how would you How would you encourage other people that are? And they don't necessarily have to be in in between bad circumstances, but just the idea that you're not where you want to be. How do How do you encourage somebody in that situation? I feel like I sometimes, when I feel like I'm in an in between place, or I'm not like where I would like to be or something like that. I tend to like rush it and try to like fix things on my own um, and like find solutions. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the Lord really isn't as concerned with us getting what we want or being happy as much as he is concerned with us being more like him. And so I think it's a time where he can really change your heart and make you more like him if you let him. yeah. I like that. That's good. Well, and also just the fact that um, I'm a fixer too, Ashley. So <laughs> I, I totally, totally get that. Like, give me a problem. I will have it fixed by the end of today. And um, truth be known, I don't always have the same answers as God does. And they, my answers are way subpar. And just the process of um, letting him refine you through the challenge or through the circumstance really is sort of the most beautiful part of of life, right? Is is the fact that he he gives us these things so that he um, 
if you're willing to let him, can come in and give you, like you said, Mary, the strength to just hold your shoulders up because there's no way you could do that. And so just that um, reminder of whatever in between place it is that he is there. Um, and his answers are not always our answers. They're usually way better. <laughs> yes. Well, they were for her. I mean, yes, she, they just, were. Uh, she just wanted to go get her water and go home. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she had no idea that she was, you know, that she needed living water, that he was going to be the person to provide it. Um, you know, I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm a planner and I have a, you know, I'm a very scheduled if, mm-hmm. I, if I can be. Um, and so, you know, the whole thing about she left her water pot and just went running off to tell everybody, I'm thinking, you know, that the, the planner in me just thinks, well, that totally screwed up her day. (laughs) And yet everything was different from then on. And it was different for her community that she went back to. Exactly. I mean, they're like you, um, mentioned earlier, just. There's verses about how important that was and that many believed because she ran and she left that water pot. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, I've I've had another thing in my life, too. And that's, you know, my daughter had diabetes since she was eight. Well, after my husband died, uh, she got a transplant. And so we were at the hospital at 12 o'clock one night and she was having her transplant. And so my husband had just died. And so one of the preachers here at Dawson was up there with us. And he said, just think, Mary, your husband is running up to that person (laughs) and telling him how thankful he is that his kidney saved his daughter's life. Wow. So that really makes you stop and think about what this world is all about. Absolutely. I mean, have you ever, surely you've thought, all right, Lord, I'm good. Like, I've had enough. I have thought that. But you know what? I just think he keeps putting things on me because he knows that I'm the woman at the well, that I I can take it and I'm just doing everything that he tells me to do now, you know. Wow. Wow. When, have you been a Christian a lot of your life? I've been a Christian since I was probably nine years old. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I've been a Baptist also since (laughs) since then. (laughs) And so, you know, it's just been been a hard road to go down because I lost my husband, my son, and my daughter had the transplant. I thought I would lose her, Mm. but she was living with me, and I was having to get up every morning at 6 o'clock and take her to UAB to get her blood checked. Wow. And I had to put her in a wheelchair. Mm. So finally, this person at UAB saw me doing that when I was trying to get her out of the car. And so every morning he'd meet me at the car, and he would help me. So you see, it just goes on and on and on. Well, and what a witness you've probably been at UAB. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure people at UAB have, have seen that you're testimony for the Lord as well. Mm -hmm. Wow. So um, are there scriptures that, specific scriptures that you've leaned on in various times that that have been helpful to get you through? Um, I think one for me, um, 
Uh, Romans eight twenty eight, and we know that in all good thing in all things God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose. Um, and just that reminder that He's working all things for good, and He's working even when we don't see it. Um, I like that. What about you, Mary? Well, really, all the scriptures, I think. <laughs> I know, that's I a hard think, question. I think I've followed them in all the scriptures. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, I think, you know, there's always, you can open your Bible and find something yeah. that's going to go with what you're going through. Right. You know. I like that. How do you, during these times, like, how do you find, um, how do you find yourself praying? Are you are you begging? Are you asking? Are you listening? What What does that look like? Well, I'm a, I'm asking because I know he doesn't have to give it to me if he didn't want to. Right. Because he controls all of everything and everybody. So I'm always asking. Okay. Do you find it easier or harder to pray during these times? Um, I think I find it easier. Um, when there's something that is going on. Um, I feel like it's almost harder sometimes when things are going great, and then it's kind of harder to, like, okay, what what do I pray about? Like, pl- right. there's plenty, like, right. obviously. Always. But yeah. it's just easier when there are things that you're going through and things that you need. Um, and I think that's why these times draw us closer to Him, because we do just, like, all we can do is just pray to him and talk to him and ask him. Um, well, and you're vulnerable and like mm-hmm. um, authentic sort of pleadings are are what come out. And whereas when things go good, it, it feels like, okay, well, there's not this like vulnerable pleading need as much. Right. I mean, you can probably still dig down and figure it out, but um, but they're just so much more apparent in these right. in between times. And so... Um, so you, you get to just, just go and just pray. I would agree. I I think it's easier in the, in these in-between times when you just have so much need to, to ask the Lord to be present. Do you recognize when you're in between or do you think it's in hindsight that you look back and say, cause I mean, obviously we're always in some transition or another, but do you look, do you realize, oh, this is one of those times where I just need to sit and, and, and be here? I think sometimes, I mean, most of the time, you do recognize that. And I think that you recognize it because it's things that you are going through, you know. And you have to sit back, and you have to just take another look. You know, you have to just let God control what you, what you do and what you say. And sometimes you have to be patient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to be patient. Yes, yes, it is. Part. yes, it is. What else? What other thoughts do you have about the story or about? Well, I think in there it said that God or Jesus, um, that, you know, the people wouldn't believe him. And I think that he absolutely did some of these things mm. just so that people knew who he was mm-hmm. and that they would believe because when you have a miracle, 
Right. You do believe, for sure. Well, and she certainly mm-hmm. was an unlikely candidate to be the one to, you know, to spread the word um, in that area, for sure. Mm-hmm. And it was just wonderful that he came along. Absolutely. Don't you love hearing Ashley say that she's learned to follow God's nudging and reach out to others because that's what others did for her? And just like Mary, can't we all say that God knows we are the woman at the will? Everywhere you are today, we pray that you see, hear, and feel God working in you and through you for his purposes. Until next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Everywhere You Are. Please rate and review us on your podcast platform and share us with other women that you think could benefit from hearing about God working in the lives of ordinary women. To learn more about the Dawson family of faith, please visit DawsonChurch.org and find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We look forward to meeting you.